What are those? My name is Nick Valley. <laughs> My name is Jonah Doc and I. And this is I apologize for that weird ass opening. I was trying something different. Didn't go the way I intended. Let's ignore that and keep going. How has your week been, Jonah? It's been it's been pretty good. Dude, that that intro really caught me. That you know, intro caught me just so good. That. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I like we're adding some variety in it. Shock, Jonah, it's shock value. When yeah. someone turns on this episode, that's the first thing they're going to hear. And that is what we need to do with our listeners. Look, Jonah and I were just talking right before we pressed the red button that if you want to tell them what our eventual goal is for this show, because it would be so on brand. <laughs> yeah, our our goal now is to get a live radio show on Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. Because with our chaotic yep. energy, we know everything will go wrong, but that will be our brand. Yeah, and then we can play like the best <laughs> fucking music. Yeah. In between like our, us talking in the morning. And then when we're not on the air, like we only do this for like, it would be like a couple hours. And then like when we're not on the air, it just plays. It's like also yeah. a rock radio station. Yeah. We just rev play rock, rev rock. It would be a rev rock uh, radio station. Yeah. I like dude, that. Dude, dude, yeah. we got to fucking sell this to someone. We got to, yeah. dude, I, I, we're bumping Howard Stern off the air right now. We're going for a spot. Yeah, once uh, our nah, stern retires, we'll, we'll, we'll just go. Yes, we'll, we'll just take his spot. Exactly, exactly, dude. I admit, I, I fucking love Howard Stern. I hope I get on that show before he retires. That's like, a, that's one yeah. of my biggest same dreams here, in life. Same People, here. You know. I love, I love his show, and he's had like every single one of my inspirations, and I'm sure your inspirations as well. So, oh, like, yeah. being oh, on that yeah. show would be a milestone. Definitely. Yeah, no, man. I would just love to have a company. He's so fucking funny. I would, like, the, the, mm -hmm. I would just love to do that. It would be so much fun. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love Howard Stern, but I'm coming for his job. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm Look, don't take anything we say seriously on this show. I I literally <laughs> opened the show with a meme line. So like, do not take anything we do seriously. Um, that being said, uh, genuinely ask, moving on from that, how was your week? <laughs> oh, my, my week has been pretty good. Um, a couple days yeah. ago, I just finished the first Jinx EP. It's going to be called Lies. Um, it's, I'm so oh excited. God. I've been saying for seven years that I'm going to get an EP put together. <laughs> so it's. Feels well, good to, yeah, it feels good to finally get everything done. Nick has heard uh, the songs. Oh, the whole thing. The yeah, whole thing. It, I, I, it, yeah, it what, is. A, what do you, what and do you I just want to say the track order was perfect. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad you said that. I spent hours trying to figure out how to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I do the same thing. It's like a very technical process. Like, it has to flow. It can't just be very like jarring feeling, and it flowed. I just had it on, and like it felt very naturally transitioned. I didn't mean to interrupt you as I normally do, because you know maybe I'm oh, just an asshole. No, no, but, you're, you're uh, all good. <laughs> <laughs> but what were you gonna say, ma'am? Oh, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was gonna ask like, what, what did you think of of the album? Like, what, if you were gonna say like, like a, just a couple things just to like amp people up for the EP. 
Uh, the opening track is genuinely uh, surprising and a different side of Jinx that you, we really haven't heard yet, but it's also that familiar sound that we love. So I, if, if you're a fan of Jinx and you're ready for, like, the theatrical and, like, that side, you're yes. going to love the opening track. The middle of the EPs, just banger after banger. You already know these songs. You've heard them as singles. Mm -hmm. They're perfection, obviously. Pretty Little Lies, uh, Dear Diary, like fucking Psycho. Like these songs. Uh. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, there is a re-recorded, redone version of uh, Red Parade, which yes. is like, dude, I, I, I got to say, you fucking nailed the re-record. Um I have fantasies That's about many years thing, from now yeah. doing like putting out, re-putting out my albums, like revisited. I love uh -huh. when people do that shit. So yeah. um, it's really cool. You're doing it within like a couple year span, which is, <laughs> it's, 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 it's genuinely like, it's so you kept the intent and the energy and the vibe of the original perfectly, but you just like cleaned it up and I love it. it it's amazing. Uh, I have to say the production value overall on the EP is super impressive actually like the fact that you did all that at, at home and like just it's, it's it's really good it sounds like it was professionally produced so props to you uh Thank you and so then much. That really the, means a lot the ep <laughs> closes i don't know how much i'm allowed to talk about here it closes with probably one of yeah. the best covers i've ever heard and oh, really? d d you guys if this isn't fucking viral on the internet there's something wrong with youtube's algorithm so you guys, I, I'm just super excited about this whole thing. Um, I, you guys are just going to be listening to it in a loop like I've been. Um, I'm super excited. So, yeah, that's my review. Um, but you knew Thank I was going to fucking love it. I, I, like, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm even more after you saying all that, all that stuff, dude, I'm even more amped for the release. I am. I'm getting so pumped. Dude, I, I fucking yeah. mean it. I would not. Dude, I would tell you like. Maybe we go back to the drawing board here. But, like, I'm serious. It's really good. So I have nothing mm -hmm. to say, honestly. I, I do the same thing, by the way. Jonah was telling me that he drives himself crazy with the mixes done. I think every artist does this to themselves. I think it's just a thing that we do. Yeah. It's it's hard to let it's, go. It's a like, uh, yeah, after you've been working on yeah, something exactly. for so long and, like, you want to put out the best it could be. Like you just start running circles at that very end point because you don't want to cross. You the keep on running circles yet. in your head. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? And you just yeah. you subconsciously let that one out. I swear. Oh my uh -huh. god! Imagine this live yeah. in person yeah. on the radio. This is, this Anyone can so call good. in and start talking to us. I'm right, serious. Right. We should just yeah. do that on like YouTube Live one day. Like just let people call into the show. Dude, I'd be so down. We have to do that. If you guys want a live stream like that, like the video. If we get a thousand <laughs> likes, if this video gets one thousand likes, we're calling back. It's been a Every, while since our we show, did that. Our show is filled with callbacks. That's just like it's a it's a common theme. You, if you have to be, you have to watch it from episode one, and you have to watch it in chronological order to understand what we talk about half the fucking time. So, uh, do that. If you're someone who subscribed to us from our YouTube Shorts, and you just watching this because you got a notification on your phone that we released the long form content, and you wanted to check it out, 
pause this fucking episode right now and go watch the first episode. Do your fucking homework. Uh, not to say that I'm not appreciative of you watching this. You don't feel like doing that and you're lazy and you just want to watch this. This is cool, too. Uh, but it's not what we recommend. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's super exciting. Um, yeah. How, how's your actually, week been? I, 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 it's been good, I have to say. It's been uh, – I had some rough weeks uh, before this. Uh, like I said, I think I mentioned in the last episode. won't get too much into it. Uh, tragedy, COVID, all the fun stuff. So uh, this um, – <laughs> I, I, this has been like the getting back to normal week for me. Um, and then it's it's very – I feel very – it's very jarring. I went on vacation. I had the tragedy happen, so I had to come back home early. Mm-hmm. I got COVID, and now I'm starting to get back on track again, and now I have to go – now that I'm finally out of the woods and I don't have COVID anymore, I have to go to Atlanta. So I just <laughs> – it's been a weird month, and my birthday was like dead smack in the middle of yeah, all that's... of this. So, yeah, so it's, it's every... been really chaotic. Just like our uh-huh. show, my life has been very chaotic for the last month. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, all right. Oh, and then this is a very important thing to talk about. In, on top of all of this, an entire rebrand is currently taking place. Uh, I think I'm going to address it now that I've finally made a decision about this. Mm-hmm. Um. I am no longer a part of the... Okay. I'm just going to flat out say it. So, the mythology was never a band. Ever. It never existed. There were no other members besides me and people I paid work for hire to play on my records. Um, by people, I mean James uh, Norrell, the drummer. Shout out to him. Uh, he's fucking awesome. Um, but I really wanted to do a Foo Fighters or... Um, I mean, if you watch episode one, I don't even have to explain any of this to you. So you understand what's going on here. Um, Basically, after much advertising and testing and conversations I've had with fans, uh, I'm going to be stripping away, kind of like not hiding behind anything anymore. Um, I'm not going to be the mythology. It's just confusing to people. I'm one person. It's a lot more complicated, the whole concept. So I'm going to be Nick Valley, just on my own, solo artist, same music. Nothing's changing, um, and you're going to be seeing more kind of con- and and on top of all of that, I'm all about rock, and this is the main. Ep- this leads into what we're about to talk about today, so I think it's important to say. I'm all about rock. You know that I'm rock through and through. Everything I listen to is rock mostly, um, but the thing is, after also advertising and testing, um, using the term alternative seems to be better for my branding. So there's going to be some branding shifts going on, but I'm still me and the music is still the same. So not it, the core of everything doesn't change. So I know you all support me and I'm, I'm actually really grateful for that, that you guys have been like, okay, like you, they, my fans have been very cool and down with the whole thing. So it's been good. Uh, but we're going to talk about this more, why this transition is happening. And uh, hmm. we're going to get into that more, but uh, Jonah understands, obviously, uh, so that being said, I want to get into the bulk of the episode uh, here. So last week we talked about basically – I'm, I'm going to shut up and I want Jonah to speak about this. But essentially um, – you know what, Jonah, you can explain kind of what it is that we want to address in this episode. And okay. it kind of leans into what I was just saying. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so uh, last episode, if you if you watched, um, we were we were talking a lot about genre and like live shows, and that led into a conversation that we wanted to save for this entire episode, which is that instead of the music industry becoming the gatekeepers of music, now it's the fans. It's all the people. It's all the people that listen to the music. They've become the gatekeepers of music, and they decide what is like what is acceptable in a genre and what they think is good which in some instances isn't a bad thing but oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but from like what we have seen and especially especially nick ha- has seen this a lot more than uh my band has yeah like it it they're brutal <laughs> they're brutal oh, now and yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I love Nick, that you Nick, had you to throw to... that in there to be like, I'm not hated, you are. <laughs> well, well, you, you've experienced it a that. lot more than <laughs> Well, yeah, but you know what yeah. it is, though? I think I'm a lot more, mm-hmm. and I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong here, but at least on social media, I think I'm a lot more vocal on very, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial. A controversial, yeah. Standpoints. If that makes any sense. Uh-huh. So it makes sense why I would receive more hate. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, if if basically what he's trying to address is the fact that every time I call my music rock, the community of rock would refer to me as a poser, would refer to me as uh, corporate. Um, yeah, just the things like that. So basically, and I don't want to say I'm being rejected by the rock community because that's not true. I'm not being rejected. I, I am being rejected by who Meta and TikTok places towards me when I use the word rock. That's really more what it's mm-hmm. about. And the thing that happens there is because there's two things that happen. And TX2 made a video about this, and I think it's so true. Uh, and again, before you could say, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Um, so I'm not going to say what I was just thinking. Um, but... What he basically said in the video is, and I'll let you guess what I was going to say, but basically what he said in the video is if you try to bring a new sound to rock, you're referred to as a poser. You're also a poser if you try to sound exactly like a band that already exists. So there's really no way to fucking win in this equation whatsoever. And some discussions I had with some really Big music. I'm when I say like some people that are pretty important in the industry, and I had some discussions with them about this recently, like within the last couple of days. And I haven't even told John about this. Uh, their response was basically, uh, "Well, here's the thing that. So this is what I'm going to be doing, and I'm being totally upfront because I'm always upfront with my viewers, the viewers, and my fans, and all that stuff. So I'm going to be." I'm still I I make rock music. I know that it's rock music. Anyone who has functioning ears who knows anything about music knows that it's rock music. I mean, Jonah, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Would you say that my music isn't rock? I'd say that your music is totally rock. Like when I heard it, like I like completely thought of like Def Leppard, Journey, like that era of big arena yeah. rock that that honestly I felt was missing from what the rock industry or what the rock genre is right now. I thought it needs yeah. more of what your uh what your uh what your music is. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um 
For real, man. I, 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 I do because I, I, it's, it's good because when people value, people actually know what the fuck they're talking about, like, talk about your music. It's like it's good. It's just like it's like yeah, mm-hmm. these people don't know what they're talking about. And basically, what the common denominator is like, like people in the industry tell me you don't even really want these fans. Like people, and not this is. This isn't a. This is. There are exceptions to the rule, but the general rule I, I'm noticing on social media seems to be that people who are quote unquote rock fans or metal fans are just assholes, right? I yeah, mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, like this is a, they're I've very rigid, very rigid, close-minded. stuck in their ways, <laughs> close-minded, rude, hateful. Uh, vengeful, um, tend to act like the victim when you go back at them. Um, just like the, the kind of people you don't want to associate yourself with ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the they were like, you don't even want those fans. Like that that doesn't like I like when I envision myself on stage at my concerts, I don't envision the whole audience beating the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm not that yeah. kind of band or that kind of artist. I don't know about you, but like that's not the kind of audience that I t- really want. I don't want like no, the like I... <laughs> aggressive, hateful. Uh, you know, I, there's some things I'm not gonna say, but like these kinds of people that are just very, they're kind of like they kind of drag everyone down, and like there's a certain culture of people like those are your fans, and that's my music is all about, and my whole message is about bringing people together through the power of music and having it music as a healthy outlet. So that's really not what I was going for anyway. It's kind of like I got like, I I, trying to target rock fans. I was kind of getting the opposite of what I was looking for. So if you see me on the internet is my point of saying all this, the long, the short version of this is if you see me on the internet, calling myself alternative, alternative rock, pop rock, that sort of thing. That is purely because I am looking to target a different audience. And the reason I'm willing to do this is because, like we just said, they're so closed-minded people that pop fans and alternative fans who maybe aren't into rock music, can not, they're not into it yet. But once they hear my music and they discover me, they're more open-minded. And then I would be, quote-unquote, edgy to them because they hadn't heard anything like me and I feel like my music is accessible enough that's why I keep being called pop because I have a mainstream sound that my music is accessible enough but also different enough that it's interesting and it's I'm not making pop music but I'm appealing to pop fans to like my rock music I mean basically a Hmm. pop star who makes makes rock rock music music or I don't know if that makes any sense. What I'm trying, you get what I'm trying to say, but like, yeah, I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. So, and I'm just being like, upfront with our viewers uh-huh. that that's what I'm doing because, don't get it wrong, I'm not abandoning rock. I'm not abandoning the genre. I'm all about it. It's purely for finding the right people who are going to be into my music and really wanting to create a revolution is getting all these people who are not necessarily listening to our type of music right. and bringing them into yeah, our world and making them fans of all this music. Yeah. Which is re- a really cool concept because you're gonna be yeah you're gonna become a gateway band into rock like that's a cool thing to yeah. think about like people like because of you 
people will go into rock and start listening to like the things that we love to listen to, like Guns and Roses. Yeah, exactly. Metallica, and, and I, like, just expose them to yeah. that whole new world. Exactly. It's kind of like with really like with grunge, it's like even what we're doing even more now with the whole rev movement. But like it's like it's even more like that when you think about it, because to think about like all these people listen to this, that kind of music, but it was like more underground and less mainstream. And then when Nirvana completely blew up, it's like everyone was into this music that was <laughs> formerly not prominent at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. we could do the same thing with this. Honestly, it's actually really cool and like really makes an impact. And that I think that I've been thinking about it the wrong way. I've been thinking that I need to wake up and drag all these rock fans who okay. are stuck in the past to help us create a revolution. Whereas I feel like it makes more sense to create that passion and ignite that fire in all these new people. New people. And that's and really how you create a cultural to... movement is they mm -hmm. become like the torch. And then the beauty of it is that there are, and it's not, I know this myself, a lot of most, all my fans, people are fans of my, like rock bands and like old music, but they have that pop culture mindset where they're willing to go into the future and check out new things. So what is happening going on there is we're going to get more people like that as well because the pop people are pushing it into the mainstream and then they're going to see this and go, this is much better than all the other shit that's been on the radio in the past. And that's how a cultural movement starts, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm starting no, to realize this now. It's some deep shit, but it's, it's, it's real. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's a really cool thing because if, if you've been tuning into like all our episodes, like we, we've talked to you about our struggles and like trying to interact with the rock and metal community. And one, one thing, because uh, like uh, Nick, Nick and I have been having a ton of conversations about this out, outside of the podcast, but mm -hmm. it's, interest, it's interesting. Uh, I brought up the point last episode that like if the Beatles came out today, they probably would not be seen as rock, right? And I've, I feel like over the, over the years, rock, the perception of rock has just gotten heavier and heavier and heavier. And then metal yeah. is like this like just like you have to be screaming in order to be metal yeah yeah exactly like i feel like yeah. slipknot is like at the bottom of the barrel for metal now which is crazy to think about yeah i know yeah. it's like metallica is considered soft yeah, it's like considered rock now what's going on yeah it's insane but uh like like it's crazy because like i pitched my originally would like pitch myself as metal but now, like, yeah. I have to go down to rock. And mm -hmm. Nick, like, pitching himself whoa, originally whoa, whoa, whoa. as rock. You're or... not pitching. I don't want to get anything no. confused. I don't think you have to pitch yourself as rock. You have to appeal to rock pitch fans. To a different... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I yes. mean. Appeal to exactly. the rock. Yeah, we have to, like, appeal to a softer crowd. Softer crowds. Than, than like, what, yeah. what we, like, because, like, the rock that we think... We think of like old school rock and like that's that's the crowd that we want to pitch to. But now nowadays that crowd is like considered softer, which is just which is insane <laughs> to think about. <laughs> like You know what though? I have to say, and I have to point out a silver lining here. Uh -huh. Yeah. If you think about it, because it's we're lucky that this is happening in this moment in time right now, this year. I feel like the 2023, especially moving into 2024, 
I feel like pop music has been getting edgier, and that's to yes, our benefit. Uh huh. Yeah, we are in yeah. the perfect time. Cause like you're, if we you're, tried to do this exactly, five right. years ago, we'd be fucked. Uh huh. Like when, yeah. like when hip hop was like everyone's favorite music, we would have been fucked. Yeah, it's yeah. That's so true. I'm so like. For a long time, I thought that I was born in the wrong era. I don't want to. I don't want to be like labeled oh, yeah. as one of those people. I know, like, like people like that get a bad rep. But like, like because of the music, dude, I made, I've I been one of I those people been. too. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. I I think that I I I, I not so much anymore. I know what you're getting at. Okay, I'm gonna uh -huh. digress. Yeah, but but now, like, I noticed this. Uh, like when watching the VMAs the other day, like. You have pop artists that are starting to add more rock elements and starting to get edgier. We have Olivia Rodrigo that has more more rock music and that more more rock yep. sounds. Yeah, and also like even the lyrics are getting edgier because like there, I don't think there's a single song on that this. album that isn't explicit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what were you no, and, and I love that about her. Uh -huh. One of the many things. Uh, yeah. But I had a conversation with someone recently where they were like. Uh -huh. I don't know why she keeps calling herself pop. I really think she's an alt artist. Yeah, yeah. No, I I completely agree with that. Uh huh. But yeah. she appeals to that to the big pop audience, which is kind of like mm -hmm. the end goal. You you like you're able. She's able to expose herself to so many people through uh that that pop label, even though she is yeah. so many different genres. It was it was crazy. I was uh, reading an interview. She was saying that. For her up uh, for her recent album Guts, a big yeah. inspiration to her, and she listened to it throughout like the entire time recording it was Rage Against the Machine. I know, I saw, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. Which, I, uh, I fucking love that. That's just that's so it's so cool, so badass. I'm sorry, yeah. just, I I can't help but I can't disguise <laughs> the feeling that I get from reading that article. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you, man. It's like. It's so hot. Ah, uh, yeah. keep going. Keep yeah. going. But back, back to the back to the talking about the VMAs, the warning yeah, performed the on the side stage. Yeah, the, the Let's warning not this onto you for a second. <laughs> yeah, that I was I was really impressed with their performance. They they absolutely you were impressed it. with their yeah. performance. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not gonna do that so about this. But the, the warning, and then Maniskin as well performed. Right? Yeah, no, so, exactly. Yeah. And then also um Demi Lovato playing like her new like rock versions of her songs. So yeah. that's like four rock slash alt performances at the VMAs on yeah. live television would, when you know what's funny? for a long time we haven't had some once or performances like that for a while. Uh yeah. No, yeah, no, exact exactly. Huh. And uh, what I was gonna I I feel like be, and this is I think the greater, and I think this is a good place to wrap this up on, is um, I feel like calling the music alt makes sense. And I know why we've gotten to this point. Because mainstream music, or like selling records, right? Like that whole mm -hmm. process. Let's, let's start with Elvis, right? So let's say yeah. 70 years, right? Let's call it 70 years that, that, that this has been going on like this. Mm -hmm. uh, who's a rock artist, by the way, and would probably not be considered rock today. Just yeah. Probably be considered a country artist. 
For for real, it's just crazy to think about. The king of rock and roll. Just, the king of rock and roll would be considered country today. Or bluegrass or whatever, or blues or, you know, it's, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I am trying to get at here is because we have been on such a journey and because people have experimented and taken influences and brought it into the new decade and that process has continually happened for, you know, three quarters of a century now. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, it makes sense why I would be considered alternative and why people like like why alternative exists in the first place is because there's so many influences nowadays that nothing is pure anymore. It's real thing. I had a yeah. conversation with someone recently where they were saying to me, like, I if you notice, there are so many more. And it's a beautiful I'm, I'm getting at I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm saying this. This is a beautiful thing in both in music and life. It's like. There's so many people now, like not that many people are like, like when you have a conversation with someone and you ask them, what's your ethnic background? They're never like, oh, like for me, it's not like I'm Italian and like I'm a hundred percent Italian and there's nothing else in my DNA. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. Like I take a DNA test and I'm Italian and I'm German and I'm Russian, and I have small pieces of other things. Like, I'm 2% Sudanese. Like, the, what I'm getting at here is that every single, almost every single person you talk to. Meanwhile, my great-grandmother was a, almost probably oh, 98% Italian. Which is wild. To th- Sicilian. Yeah. Yeah, that, with, that's wild so, to think about. Uh-huh. And it's the same thing with music. My great grandmother mm-hmm. was born in 1930. So mm-hmm. when you think about it that way, the way music has progressed is the same way life seems to be progressing. It it's just a reflective image of that. You get what I'm trying to get at here, right? Yeah. Uh huh. It's like like music, ev- like the idea of rock, like Led Zeppelin or Van Halen, like 70s and 80s, like. That just makes sense. But as we move forward, the idea of what is rock becomes an argument because uh-huh. we're just referring to old things. And it also becomes like peop- – and everyone has a different opinion on it because as uh-huh. we move forward and there's so many influences being introduced and we keep – like no one can agree on what this thing is. Yeah, because in, in a way that thing is kind of – gone because like the original thing is not at all what it became with all the influences and just became like just a merge yeah, unless you're ripping everything. off unless you're ripping off unless you're ripping off that stuff which uh-huh. you know i i mean if that if you're one of those people like props to you but like what are you doing <laughs> so like the thing the thing to me is like and i think this is the best way we could close this whole thing out is I'm realizing that I think going forward as an alt, alt artist, and the warning's even starting to do this. Madison's starting to do this. If you look at the newest stuff they're putting out, it's under the category of alternative. I never noticed that Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers, these bands that you would call rock, right? Mm-hmm. When talking yeah, yeah, about I them, would totally or discuss, call them rock. They're all, uh-huh. they, all of their albums are put under alternative. It's crazy, man. I it's, exactly it's hard to process, but like the more we talk about it, the more it makes sense. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Like I'm starting to process it now. Like, 
basically what I want to say is I might be I'm appealing to alt fans because they're open minded and the but alt no one can really tell you what alt is. Like there's so many things that are considered alternative yeah. in the music world. Like it's just things that don't like sound exactly like that niche market, uh-huh. the trend of what that genre is. Like things that aren't exactly what are quote unquote rock, like as a trend or pop or hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Or country yeah, yeah. or any of that. So anything that kind of music that we're talking about here, in my opinion, like the idea of genre, I think has died. And it because it's a very like I'm gonna say something that might be very controversial here, but I'm starting to think you know how people say never talk about religion or politics? Yeah, yeah. Like ever in public. It's like religion, mm-hmm. politics, and genre. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I I could I could I could I could agree with that. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a really weird thing that, and I I feel like people don't don't necessarily like realize it. Like I feel like we're kind of kind of a, ahead of the curve, and we've been told this by by some people, like that uh, that genre is dead. But the reason like so many yeah, arguments we didn't believe that ever. But I'm starting yeah. I'm starting to understand it now. Uh huh. Yeah, because when people talk about genres, they aren't talking about like everyone's like like nick was saying everyone's idea of a genre is different now which means that the genre isn't really there it's more of an ideal that yeah (laughs) yeah it's an ideal crazy and it's crazy what's crazy is and sam hollander who i think you met or went to one of his uh live things he talked about this and i i I was told this by someone we both know uh someone in the music industry um I, i'll just flat out say it she watches our show melissa mulligan told me this when i met with her recently mm-hmm. sam hollander actually said in, in his book new artists should call themselves put whatever genre they consider themselves should put the word alternative and <laughs> i didn't even know this the word alternative mm-hmm. in front of that genre when the when promoting their music because all of a sudden you're not saying oh i'm rock and i fit in all with these gods and these legends of music's past instead you're saying i'm alternative rock which means i'm an alternative to all that and i'm amalgamation of other things and i'm not comparing myself to this high level god standard what i'm (laughs) doing is saying you know it it allows people to be more forgiving to you. It attracts more open-minded music fans. And at the end of the day, what you really should be alternative translates, in my opinion, to good music. To good music. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. And not not just yeah. good music, I feel. I feel like alternative, like for now, is like good newer music. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Good new music. Uh-huh. It's just it, it should just be called that. That's why the whole yeah. idea of genre is a joke in 2023 and moving forward. So, yeah, that, that's just my opinion. And I, it's a weird thing because, like I said about not discussing genre, it's because we hold as much as we do personal opinions on politics or religion or whatever. Music is so ingrained in us as human beings and as a society. Like, you don't ever let me. You don't ever ask someone, and I think this is going to be a good thought pondering thing to like drag into our next episode. I want to end it mm-hmm. here, cut it short, leave them wanting more. Yeah. Um, but 
I think this is a good thing. Have you ever in your entire life walked up to someone and asked them, do you like music? Um, no. No. It's just automatically <laughs> yeah, yeah. assumed yeah. that people like music. Because I've uh-huh. never met anyone in my life who didn't like music. Now, no one can agree on what kind of music is good or what good music uh-huh. is or what the best genre is. You ask someone, what kind of music do you listen to? You don't ever ask them, do you like music? Do you listen to music? That'd be, yeah. that'd be, that would be like, that would be like asking a fish if it swims. That's how ingrained music is in our DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I don't know. That, I mean, uh-huh. I, I, you know, I always feel yeah. like I stump you, and I like, like I guess I always <laughs> say things that are like just so like thought provoking and like, like I'm uh, Plato reincarnated or something. But you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're trying to say. It did catch me a little bit off yeah. guard, but uh, no, it, that that it's does true. that does make sense. It's it's completely true. Like, yeah. By like, the way, I don't know music... if I'm just a philosophical genius or whatever, but all these thoughts happen in the shower, so maybe <laughs> I don't know. These are just like off the cuff things I think about on a daily basis. So maybe I am. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never taken an IQ test, so we don't know. But um. Yeah, I, I think that's a good place to, like, wrap. I don't know if there's something you want to, like, add real quick before we go, or, like, I think that's a good place to wrap this up. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's a perfect place to, to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, All right. And if, uh, uh, talking to you guys, the fans, um, and our viewers, um, we want we want to know what you guys have to say on this stuff as well. So Oh, yeah, no, make definitely. Sure, make Please sure to let us know us. down in the comments. Uh, yeah, yes. let us know your thoughts and opinions on everything we say, because all in all, we're just, we're just two artists. We have our own opinions. It's fine if you guys disagree. Like, we just want to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah. But from, I just want to close with this. The conversations I've had with my fans and people in the music industry, we're not alone. I think mm-hmm. the more and more and more time goes on and the way the music industry is evolving as of late, Everyone sees the two things. The 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 rock comeback is really happening. People are noticing mm-hmm. it. It's happening more and more. Within the last year, it's been insane the amount of progress that we've made. And I feel we everyone feels something brewing. That's number one. And number two is all these thoughts we have on how fucked up the music industry is, other people are having them and weren't saying anything. And I think by us igniting and starting this conversation, it's really it's really leading into something that's much bigger than ourselves or a podcast or our music careers. It's like, we're talking about like the foundation of the music industry here and like how we perceive how that operates and how that works. So I, I personally think, you know, I'm not being cocky. I'm just very confident in what we're doing. And I think it's some really important shit that we're doing here and that we're talking about. So I just can't wait for the future. And I feel like people are noticing the progression as we move forward in the episodes we're slowly peeling back the layers of the onion and we're really getting down yeah. to the core of it and figuring this out more and more. And I, I just can't wait till we get to that, like that, like, you know, Eureka moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's I, gonna be great. I, I feel that. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm so excited. We've, I, I've, yeah. uh, I, I've talked to Nick about this. Like this, this podcast has been kind of like a self-discovery 
thing throughout yeah. throughout the entire thing, like us just learning more about ourselves as artists, about the music industry, like coming to conclusions, forming our uh, our our opinions on everything. It's it's been yeah. crazy and cool to see us grow throughout this. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah, for and it is it, and it's literally just it's literally just two up and coming artists that are like best friends just having a conversation about our yeah. thoughts and the position of the music industry. Like it's not that deep, but it really is when you get down, uh-huh. like when you start to get into it more and more. So yeah, I'm just, I, I'm at a loss for words really, which is new for me. If you watch our show, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, honestly, I cannot wait moving forward. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. I know it's shorter than usual, but honestly, being up front with you guys, we're going to keep the episode shorter. Uh, we want to leave you guys wanting more and really be able to process mm-hmm. what it is we're trying to say in like more digestible pieces. Uh, mm-hmm. So until then, my name is Nick Valley. I'm Jonah Doc and I. And, we're and this is Rev, Rev Rock, Rock Revolution! Revolution! All right. <laughs> what are you doing? Know? <laughs>